Hey everyone, my name is Pastor Michael Ash, and you are listening to Sermons to Share, a weekly podcast that explores the Word of God through Scripture and Gospel readings. We dive deeper into messages that are thousands of years old and translate them for today's ears. The Bible can offer us a vast, endless supply of knowledge, direction, peace, and comfort, and is easily relatable to what's going on in our everyday lives and in our world today. This week, we're going to spend some time talking about the things in our lives that we spend time worshiping instead of worshiping God. How much time do you spend idolizing your possessions instead of spending time with your family, with your church, or with your community? Let's start off with our scripture reading from the Old Testament. If you'd like to follow along with me in your Bibles, please turn with me now to the book of Joshua, chapter 24, verses 1 through 18, selectively. Then Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Shechem, and summoned the elders, the heads, the judges, and the officers of Israel, and they presented themselves before God. And Joshua said to all the people, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, Long ago your ancestors Terah and his sons Abraham and Nahor lived beyond the Euphrates and served other gods. Now therefore revere the Lord, and serve him in sincerity and in faithfulness. Put away the gods that your ancestors served beyond the river and in Egypt, and serve the Lord. Now if you're unwilling to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served in the region beyond the river, or the gods of the Amorites, in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Then the people answered, Far be it from us that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For it is the Lord our God who brought us, and our ancestors, up from the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery, and who did those great signs in our sight. He protected us along all the way we went, and among all the peoples whom we passed. And the Lord drove out before us all the peoples, the Amorites who lived in the land. Therefore we will serve the Lord, for he is our God. The Word of God, as told by Joshua. I'm going to start off this week with a question that requires a minute or two of thought before we can proceed. What gods are we guilty of worshipping other than our triune Father, Son, and Holy Ghost? Before we can answer that, let's start off with calibrating our definition of worship for a minute to make sure that we're all on the same wavelength. Worship is defined first as the feeling of an expression of reverence and adoration for a deity, and second as an act of religious devotion usually directed towards a deity. Now the key word in that definition for our purpose today is usually. So let's think for a minute. What else in our lives are we spending time worshiping when we could be devoting that time to God? What other objects are we idolizing maybe without even realizing it. Now in the times of old before there was Christianity, before there was Judaism, people followed, worshipped, and feared a multitude of gods. Each one represented small portions of our day-to-day lives. If a terrible storm came, it meant that the god of weather wasn't happy with you or your people, so you prayed to them and sacrificed animals and food to calm the storm. If your crops were bad that year, 
it meant that you hadn't sacrificed enough to the gods of harvest and food. If you were unable to produce a child, a different god or goddess of fertility would grant you a blessing only if you did what they required of you. They had a different god or goddess for all areas of their lives. Each had their own name, their own backstory, and method of prayer. Whew. Talk about confusing. We have a hard time keeping ourselves on the good side of one, let alone nine or ten. Judaism was actually the first religious faith that supported a single god, or monotheistic system. So we can understand why there were still people at the time very resistant to this new-fangled single way of God-worshipping. Now that we've calibrated our definitions of worship and have had our history minute, what other things in our lives beside God are we devoting our love, our hate, and our praise to? The biggest false idol is probably sitting right in many of your pockets. Many of you are listening to this very service through one, in fact. Have you figured it out yet? Our cell phones. This is an example of worshipping without even realizing. Many of us are guilty of adoring, loving, and yes, even worshipping our phones, aren't we? And why not? They provide us with everything we need to get through our day, don't they? They have alarms that keep us on track. They have calendars that keep all of our plans in order. They notify us the second one of our friends wants to get in touch with us. And they keep notifying us. And they keep notifying us. Until we give them our undivided attention and eventually, our devotion. They store our memories for us the second they happen. They are at our every beck and call to make every and any beckoning call for us to anyone anywhere in the world. If they are lost, we immediately panic. If they hit the ground, we pick them up and cradle them like an injured child, often forgetting that they are just electronic devices incapable of feelings. Here's a scary thought. Let's think of how long we could go without them if we had to. Just that thought instills fear in some of us, doesn't it? Brothers and sisters, Christ teaches us today that the only thing we need to worry about not having in our lives is the love of God and of Jesus. Anything and everything else that comes and goes is out of our hands and into God's. So what other things in our lives are we spending our time worshipping and idolizing instead of worshipping our Heavenly Father? Video game systems with all their bells and whistles that can easily distract us from our lives, from our chores, or even from our problems for hours and hours on end. How about streaming services? The ones that get us hooked on one show after the next, and before we know it, the whole day has gone by and the desperation that follows as the latest season that we're watching draws to a close until next year sometime. Now these might seem silly to talk about at first, but believe me, for some, they do cause real fear, real anguish, and real pain when we can't have them, or when they go away even for a short time. Most fight might find this silly, like they found cell phone worship silly, but we all have something in our lives that we idolize, and what's silly to most can still be very serious to some. There are many new types of false idols in this day and age, and that list is ever-growing. But no matter how long that list gets, it can all be summed up into one word, distraction. Every single thing on that list 
is a distraction from doing God's work or from worshiping and praying to God. Now, I'm no prude, believe me. I can tell you sometimes I'm a little guilty of worshiping the game Minecraft. It's like a building block game that allows you to create pretty much anything your imagination will allow. And when I first discovered it, I can tell you I spent days creating and building and crafting. Sometimes I found myself guilty of worshiping my computer or my car, wasting hours on them, when I could be probably be doing something way more productive. Now I'm not saying that we have to give up these things altogether, just that we have to recognize and be aware if and when they slowly make the way to the forefront of our attention and consume all of our focus. It's more than okay and healthy to allow our creative brains to wander a little once in a while, just not every minute of every day that we have. Let's take some time this week to identify at least one false idol in our lives if we can, and try to replace it with the real idol, time spent with God. Time spent with our families, with our community maybe, or just with ourselves and with our spirit. In fact, when was the last time you hung out with yourself and your spirit? Let's identify this week one idol that we can bring up to our altar of Christ and let's sacrifice it in his name just as our ancestors, the Jews, and the first Christians did when they sacrificed to God their most precious pieces of meat and valued treasures. Let's start off small. Maybe before you pick up your phone this afternoon or turn on your television, I invite you to turn on your reading lights instead and get to know Joshua a little more by continuing to read to the end of this chapter. Or maybe start at any other chapter in the Bible and just read a chapter or two before you reach for your electronics. What will you sacrifice this day, this week, or maybe even beyond? Let us pray together and ask God to help guide us. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the many things that you provide in our lives to help make life easier and better. We know that these things can easily tempt us and distract us from being productive, active members of our community. Help us, we pray, to stay focused on the task of building and expanding your community as you continue to help us build and sustain ours. All this we ask in your holy name, and in the name of Jesus, our beautiful risen Savior. Amen. Brothers and sisters in Christ, thanks once again for tuning in. If you'd like to stay updated with our podcast, just click the follow button and follow along with us as we explore God's holy word to get through life together and really start living through Christ. If you have any questions or wish to help make this a better listening experience, please feel free to leave a note in the comments. I hope you tune in again next week and I look forward to hearing from you. Let's keep encouraging each other to move forward with God's good graces. Amen and Alleluia.